Welcome to Cutting to the Bull in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. And this week it's a weird news special, Weird News 6, Sanity Under Siege. Yes. We're running out of titles. <laughs> well there are not many franchises that have made it to the sixth sequel. We're going to have to start dipping into James Bond titles, counting like the twelfth James Bond film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stealing its title. And we'll get there. Mm. So what are we going to do today, Ben? Well, we're going to read out some weird news, some of the gold we haven't used Ooh. over the course of the, the last few months. So let's start with the first one. I'll do it. A beekeeper trained his bees to make honey with cannabis resin. Wow. <laughs> this is from educateinspirechange.org. <laughs> French beekeeper and avid cannabis user spent years researching how to bring these two important parts of his life together. The result is a natural nectar being called canna honey. Oh, I don't want everything. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to go to the shop to get any more, he'd just be too battered. <laughs> just be screaming out of the window to his neighbours, Brad! Honey! Brad! He's just naked and he's like, he's like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Scooping it out of his own butt. No, he'd have a t shirt on and no trousers. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> You're in the oh. shore, though. Got any more of that can of honey? <laughs> wow, sounds amazing. A 39 year old Frenchman has come to be known as Nicholas Trainer Bees. Wow, well, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> he wasn't born with that name. No, he's going to be known as that. He's heard the nickname over the last 20 years. Sounds like something from Nina Blyton story. And he has happily yeah. adopted the name as he is proud of his association with animals and bees. And weed. He has spent so much time with his insect friends that he claims he can actually train them to behave as he wishes. I'm going to throw it out there that this guy might be on the spectrum somewhere. Mm. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but if the bees are your only friends... He's made cannabis nectar, Ben. So he's obsessive? Yeah, but he's a legend. <laughs> I certainly would <laughs> give him the label of legend. Well, he says that I have trained the bees... The bees are stoned, then. Are the bees stoned? I don't know. I think the bees... Well, we'll I was going to ask you... We'll wait need to... the honey? I've no idea. We'll see if it says it in the, art, in the article, but I'm waiting for it to tell us whether or not this honey has psychoactive THC properties or whether it's more of a CDB oil type. Yeah, that's oh, true. That's not as much fun. <laughs> we'll find out. What's he saying? He says that I have trained bees to do several things, such as collect sugar from fruits instead of using flowers. He has been working with canna honey producing bees for some time now, but gives the real credit to the bees, stating that he simply uses a training technique where, whereby the bees collect the resin and use it in the beehive. Ah. It was at the request of friends and followers that Nicholas decided to train his bees this way. He had been studying bees for long enough that he knew the potential result could be a great success. For some time I had known about the health benefits of bee products, such as honey, propolis, pollen, wax and royal jelly and also about the benefits of cannabis, he explained, toking on a joint. And for the listener, we are looking at a marvellous photograph of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven or six 
bees just devouring a delicious looking cannabis bud and it's a wonderful picture it does look like I a mean, great bud that just looks like awesome nature being awesome and yep. good times <laughs> it's like that picture is like the personification of what glastonbury wishes it was <laughs> but it's not it's just a big commercial fucking raping of your wallet yes like every festival really. yeah Anyway, sorry. So he says that everything that passes through the body of a bee is improved. So if the bee took the resin from cannabis, it would also be very beneficial. The aim arose for me to get the bees to obtain this resin, he reflects. After several years of testing, he finally began producing results he was happy with. And in 2013, he says it's uh, a I have no idea. Anyway, it says has, has a delicious and pleasant taste that the aromas of a fresh plant quite a floral aroma Ooh. it's not smoked though it's ingested and is good for the health yeah it's good for your health nobody's right, mentioned yet whether or not it's psychoactive I think it is must be it would be lovely if it is yeah. I mean the girls it's about the resin it's psychoactive isn't it yeah well the girls often have honey on toast as breakfast and I'd be able to join them wouldn't I yeah why are you so smiling this morning yeah. daddy <laughs> 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 Daddy, you're dribbling. <laughs> you want to drive a van? <laughs> Vans. Yeah, it'd be better. Slower. Certainly more careful. Yeah, definitely. And you, you develop a superpower if you ever drive stone. Not that I would, ever. But no, I'm sure no, you haven't. We don't haven't. condone that, do we, guys? Hypothetically speaking, if you drive stone, do you get a superpower for spotting, like, police cars <laughs> 30 miles at the distance? <laughs> and your mirror's like my, that. my weed sense is tingling. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a police car approaching. Well, I'm good for this guy. Well, what will be the test is if it's... If it's THC, if it's pro, uh, psychoactive, we won't be able to buy it online. But we should have a look and see if we can. I bet it's expensive. Yeah, you're right there. Is that our price range? Yeah, fuck this guy. Well, <laughs> when it's finally legalised, I'm mm. having a can of honey every day. You won't leave the flat. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Can of honey. <laughs> yeah. See, in Mike's mind, that's what he's singing as he's doing the toast and he's dancing around in the kitchen and but the reality you know, is he'll be face down in the back room. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have had the whole part. <laughs> Shut me soul. <laughs> yeah. The faint nature of excrement, unwashed oh, body. Weed-induced diarrhea. Yeah. That would suck. Imagine if that was a side effect. Like you're the also, only side effect. You're also diabetic after eating all that honey. Yeah. Oh, well. Moving on. Yeah. yeah. I'll take this one then. Cannabis Social Club becomes first in UK to be backed by police. Sense a theme this week, Mike. Yeah. Have you been looking at a lot of cannabis articles by <laughs> any chance? Just a ride in my news feed, what can I say? <laughs> a cannabis club where people can smoke freely while watching TV or playing pool has been backed by police in the UK. Users at the Teesside Cannabis Club, the first of its kind, pay an annual £35 membership to get high in peace. Wow. The Middlesbrough Club, set up by Michael Fisher four years ago, allows for guests to make use of the, make use of the Class B drug without fear of getting a criminal record. 
So you can go to Teesside, smoke weed, and wasn't that uh, sex club up that way as well? You know, the one where they... Uh, with a midget. With a midget. Yeah. So you can go and get high and then visit the sex club. Or visit the sex club and then go and get high. Whatever. The club has seen its membership balloon from around 60 to 180 in the past 14 months. And boast guests, including TV star Jeremy Kyle, he'll be there a lot now. Yeah, he's got nothing else to do, he's unemployed. Couldn't happen to a nicer bloke, could it? I know, yeah. Apparently, they reckon it was like, it was just all staged. The Jeremy Kyle show. Like, uh, uh, they were to get him to look and everything. They, this guy was like, yeah, so I turned up in like jeans and a, and a smart jumper. Mm. And they told me to go and put some tracksuit bottoms on and a dirty t shirt. <laughs> yeah. And they made me change yeah. and all that. And you're like, I can see that. What a horrible show I'm glad it's oh. gone. Yeah. Yep. Very listeners abroad who are in the UK. Jamie Carr is like a, a down market version of Jerry Springer. Mm. You're recently getting the, the real low lives on to embarrass themselves. Or certainly people who are made out to be low lives, may not all be. Well, it was the uneducated and the poor, wasn't it? And yeah. The, it's a kind Obviously, of a lot of them had mental illnesses, and you could tell that. Yeah. The kind of people that are like, well, Darren, the only way I'm going to find out if you did fucking shake Cheryl or not is if we go to fucking Jeremy Carson and you did like to take the test, innit? Yeah. <laughs> I'll fucking do it, love. If he gets off my fucking case, I'll do it, innit? <laughs> <laughs> That's about it, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much it, yeah. And then they end up on there being exploited. <laughs> Jeremy and his production company, you know, raking it in in sponsorship. Ah, fuck yeah. Lovely. What a lovely state of affairs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there you shake too, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Little do they know that lie detectors have literally no fucking... No, because in their mind... A lie detector is the ultimate exactly. thing. They wouldn't call it a lie detection machine if you didn't detect lies. Exactly. But imagine poor Darren. He didn't shag Cheryl. Yeah. The machine says he it was, did. It was He's just like a warm in there and he was sweating. He's fucked, didn't he, poor old yeah. Darren? His life's over. He's lost the love of his life in whatever her name was. Debbie, probably. So Debbie, Debs. It's always Debs. a Debbie and a Darren, isn't it? Yeah. Debs, listen, I wouldn't fucking do it, Debs. I wouldn't do it to you, would I? It's always Debbie and Darren. If I ever meet a couple and they're called Debbie and Darren, I sort of sigh inwardly and walk off. Yeah. <sighs> and Jeremy be there in his face. You're scum, aren't you? Yeah, that's pretty much aren't it. Aren't you? You've disgraced your family, haven't you? <laughs> well, no, no. Don't fucking do it, Jesse. I'll fucking The lie detector says you did. <laughs> You're a liar, you scum. And everyone cheers, yeah, you've got a whole yeah. studio audience. Yeah. Yes, he's fucking what a scared. Publicly berating some poor <laughs> man or woman. Who, like you said, definitely has mental health yeah. issues and probably shouldn't be sat in front of 200 people. Screaming for his blood, effectively. Got free tickets and a fucking and a fucking orange and a bottle of water <laughs> from the production company and they're screaming for his shame. Oh, I'm surprised I was on a burn him! <laughs> <laughs> It would be the number one show in the Idiocracy film, wouldn't it, in the future? It's insane. It'll make a comeback at some point. Ugh. Oh, well. His next TV project, he'll be, he'll be trying to show himself as like a serious journalist and he'll be investigating the... Did we make mistakes during the production of Jeremy Kyle's show? Let's find out. <laughs> he'll just be using yet more other people's tragedy and misery to further his own fucking public persona. Cock. No, I think he'll go. He'll um, 
he was trying to do something else. A bit judge on the X Factor. Yeah, maybe. You scum! <laughs> You're pathetic! <laughs> <laughs> Your troop of child dancers. <laughs> You're scum! Yeah, you brought shame on your family. <laughs> Get a job, you lazy git! <laughs> I never used. To, I only tried to watch it once, you know. And it was just like, wow, society falling this far. I used to watch it fairly when I was a student, man. I used to watch it almost every day, to be honest. Well, Not because it, more of like, what's that? Um, morbid curiosity. You know what I mean? Like you know, you know when you drive, when people drive past a car accident and they yeah. can't help but stare, that sort of thing. I was more of a Judge Judy fan. Ah, oh, Judge Judy. <laughs> She's an Never uppity, watched that. uppity little bitch, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> Judgmental, eh? It's almost as if. <laughs> is she an actual judge or is she just calling yeah, herself I one? she is, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and we got a similar thing in this country with some bloke who's a judge and he does that. Could be. Ah, anyway, fuck yeah, it. I don't know, I'd fucking... Yeah. Back to the cannabis Back cafe, to the cannabis that's more, more fun. So where is it? In the Durham. Oh, yeah, that was it. <coughs> yeah, because you can go for the sex club as well. But to get in there, though, Ben, I don't think we can't just drive up for a lad's weekend and we've got to like, pretend we've got MS or something. Or prove we've got MS. No, no we just pay oh. the membership fee. and Really? Yeah. Maybe they have to do some kind of background check on us. Well, the club resides in the policing district of the Durham Constabulary, one of the five forces in this country to have stopped, to have stopped actively chasing cannabis users and small-scale growers. Fair play. So they allow it. Well, well, you can't buy and sell the drugs on the premises, you've got to take your own. Mm. Mm. Ah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, if you grow one or two plants, they, they turn a blind eye. You could also have one really shit copper on the force who's like, fuck this, over my dead body, and one day just kicks the door in and is like, shoots everybody. Right, um, you're all guilty of possession, and I'm arresting every single one of you. Yeah, you could have. Because the law of the land still states. What a shit day that's going to be. Yeah, especially if you just popped in for your first time. Yeah. I've heard about this place. I travelled up from London. <laughs> the chain costs more than the weed. Yeah. Significantly more. Yeah, you sit down, <laughs> you roll that, that first joint. <laughs> Next thing you know, the door's been kicked in. You've got three rounds in your chest. You're on the floor. Oh. Well, bleeding out. Hopefully, this is a... Step in the right direction. I hope other forces take note. Yeah. The guy who owns the cafe is uh, starting one in North Wales soon. Oh, fuck yeah. That's not very far from yeah. us. No, but a bit of a trek, though, when we could just come around to Mike's or stay at home. Yeah, but whatever. for his history purposes, and that could make an interesting uh, on-the-road podcast, couldn't it? Documentary. Yeah. We, we go to a North Wales cannabis cafe and get yeah. high as fuck. We'll audio document our journey up there. I know North Wales well, I go there for work regular, I'll find a place, nice drive, boom. Obviously I won't be high, wouldn't do that, would I? Well, we just got, we just got B&B. Yeah, I wouldn't drive stoned, would I? No, of course not. Never. I'm sure you've never done that. Ever. Next story, please. Look <laughs> <laughs> this one, guys? <coughs> hey there. The uh, Indian Army claims it has found Yeti footprints in the Himalayan mountains. Wow. This is from the mirror.co.uk. Sorry. Just grabbing a beer, that's what the noises are. So, the Indian Army mountaineers say they have found mysterious footprints in the snow that they think belong to the Yeti or the abominable... Abominable? Abominable? Thank you very much, sir. Snowman. Largely regarded by the scientific community as a myth, 
The Yeti is part of Nepali folklore and is said to live high in the snow-capped Himalayas. In a tweet accompanied by pictures, the Indian Army said it had sighted footprints measuring 32 by 15 inches, which is 81 by 38 centimetres. Jesus, that's a big fucking footprint. Uh, close to a camp near... Well, I call him Bigfoot for nothing. <laughs> he's a friend of the show, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. They were seen near a camp near Mount Makalu, Nepal, Nepal, on April 9th. For the first time, an Indian Army mountaineering exhibition team has sighted mysterious footprints of mythical beast Yeti, it said in a tweet. Located on the border between Nepal and China, Makalu is the fifth highest mountain in the world. It stands near the Makalu Barren Valley, a remote wilderness that has also been surveyed by researchers hunting for the Yeti. Daniel C. Taylor, who has extensively explored the Makalu Barren area and written a book on the mystery of the Yeti, said the footprints were likely those of bears. Well, 15 inch across fucking footprint? I doubt it. Big bears. 32 by 15 inches? Big, mm. big bears. Big fucking... Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, that can't... Big Yeti-sized bears they that get confused for Yetis? Nah, it's Bigfoot, isn't it? But surely That's one a bear walks on all four. They do stand no, up. They do stand up for quite. Do they? Quite, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. Maybe not. I'm no bear expert, but I don't think walk around for significant amounts of time. But it's not uncommon for him to mm. have a know, trot about, have a little trot, have a little look. Okay. Yeah. Have a little scout. But yes, they probably would if they're going a long distance. You'd spot all four. Yeah. Tracks, I'm sure. That's it. I like the whole Bigfoot thing and the Yeti thing. I'm down with that. I think it could be. I think it's of all the cryptids, it's the most likely for me. Well, there's a good quote there. He says, "If that is the footprint of an animal or a single animal, it's the size of a dinosaur." He said. He yeah. added that repeated measurements of the footprints were required to ascertain their origin. One needs to really confirm those measurements of the footprint size because we know for sure that there are no dinosaurs living in the Barren Valley. Well, do they know? Well, they think there's a yeti, but they haven't seen that yet. <laughs> Tales of a wild, hairy beast roaming the Himalayas have captured the imagination of climbers in Nepal since the 1920s, prompting many, including Sir Edmund Hillary, to go looking for the creature. Yes, go back to our Bigfoot episode. Yeah. Mm. We covered it. Yeah, I'll just read that last bit. In 2008, Japanese climbers returning from a mountain in western Nepal said they had seen footprints which they thought belonged to the Yeti. But they didn't have proof, though, did they? <coughs> I don't know. Scientists have found little evidence of the Yeti's existence. So far. Yeah. Well, it's one of the ones I think, you know, we haven't scoured every square inch of the entire globe. It could be... A relative of the Gigantopithecus. We do occasionally find new species. We That's do it all, the time. all the time, but mm. not many that are bigger than a weasel. That's true. That's true. But these forests are very dense, and these mountains are very yeah. yeah. It's wilderness. To, uh, what's the word? Inhabitable, unsearchable. Who knows? I'm open to that one. I'm not going to be a crazy, put my hat in the ring, and say yes, I'm a Bigfoot believer. But I'll be like. Eh, it's you can't really unprove it, can you? Because it could be... Until somebody could literally say, I've developed a device that has literally 3D scanned the entire surface of the globe and nothing remotely... We put it through in this incredible computer system that has read all the data, there's no Yetis. Then I might go, OK. But that's never going to happen. No. So the possibility is there could be Yetis. I'm going to give up my job and become a big fo- professional Bigfoot <laughs> and a Yeti hunter. I thought you were going to say a professional Bigfoot and I was going to say, well... Pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm quite hairy. Popping the hair on your head. 
<laughs> no, I just meant more in like how unsophisticated you are. <laughs> how do you know the Bigfoots don't? <laughs> how do you know the Bigfoots have a lot of sophisticated tree society? Like tree, tree, tree city society, yeah. <laughs> how do you know it's the, the American wilderness isn't like Kashyyyk? No one's ever well, gone far enough in. I don't know that, do I? But no. Maybe they've got tree houses and a, and a society. So there's a wook. No. No. <laughs> How do you know? They're not Ewoks. Prove me wrong. Oh, so if I paint myself gold and walk into the fucking Bigfoot village, I'd be like, oh, God! <laughs> no, he's a torn limb from limb. I would have thought satellite photos may have picked this secret village up. It's like, uh, it's like uh, Wakanda. It's holographic. The Bigfoots have got holographic, oh, fucking hell. holographic technology. Excuse me for a moment. Wakanda forever! Yeah, you know where the guy who's, who plays Black Panther's getting fed yeah. up of saying that. I'm that. also getting fed up of hearing you say it. <laughs> it's actually ruining the whole that whole thing for me. I have to say, it. somebody brings up Wakanda. Oops, Wakanda forever. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine how he's getting fed up of saying that. We'll um, never mention it again. Let's make a slick a pack. I've never seen the film, so yeah. it's he, still fun to do. He actually watched Winter Soldier the night. Oh, did you enjoy yeah. it? No, I said it was okay. No. I suppose it I'm better than the first care. one. I, I come to the conclusion I just don't. I, I, no matter how much I try, I just can't really get into comic book films. Savage. Yeah. Moving on. Well, Batman. Can... I like Batman. I like X Men. Mm. And Deadpool was good. Well, that's about as far as. Sacrilege. You said the cap <laughs> was boring. Oh, no. He's just yeah. got the shield, hasn't he? That's all he does every time. But it's made out of vibranium. Yeah, but it gets a bit repetitive, doesn't like it? The hardest. The X Men, you know, you got different fucking mutants, different powers all the time. Yeah, they're just doing the same thing. Cyclops blast the thing. What are we gonna do, Cyclops? Well, I'm gonna blast this thing in my eyes. It's Cap. The whole thing is that he came from like he was a weedy nothing. Yeah. And then, you know, he's worthy to wield, Mama. <laughs> Momo. 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 <laughs> Molnia. A hammer. Molnir. Yeah, I can't remember how to Molnir. Molnir. I'll stop that. Let's so go yeti. back to the news. <laughs> well, I, I'm with the Indian army. They could also just be trolling everyone. They could be, I suppose. Like, who's in charge of the Indian army social media account? Good Is question. Is it bored, sh- bored soldiers stuck up a mountain? <laughs> <laughs> Let's make <Yeah>. footprint. <laughs> could be. Yeah, possibly. Could be a hoax. Either by the army or by somebody else trolling the army. The Pakistani army? Could be. So, hey, some injuries over there. Let's leave some massive footprints inside their tents. They'll do it tonight when they're asleep. Yeah. Could be the Hulk. Could be the Hulk. Hogan, I mean. Oh. His feet aren't that big. They're pretty big. Pretty big. They're not 15 inches fucking across, mate. 32 inches long. Cock like a thermos flask, so I've been told. (coughs) I bet you've seen his poor movie. I bet you have. If I had, you know I would tell you. I don't want to see that. I do not want to see that. It's like watching, I wouldn't want to see my dad fuck. (laughs) I don't want to see any of my heroes. This is my problem with, I think I posted this on Facebook at the time. I tried to watch the... um, Fuck, one of the Marvel series on Netflix, the female ones, and Power Man's in it. And I'm like, yeah, Power Man, awesome. And then, like, he has a like, quite a fairly graphic sex scene, and I'm like, I don't want to see Power Man fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> oh, it's not right. No, no. That's what porn parodies are for. 
Move on. Yeah. No, let's talk about porn parodies. <laughs> the SpongeBob SquarePants one was spectacular. Never seen it. <laughs> Actually, had a fairly decent standard of production value. <laughs> Anyway, probably higher than the movie I'm going to make you watch later. <laughs> Which isn't a porno for the listener, we're doing a film review. Not a porno film review either. Next news story! Why can't we do porn film reviews? Fuck off, that's weird. <laughs> I, don't I didn't watch past this bit because I busted me nut. <laughs> I lost interest. Three minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> you only get three minutes. You don't want to sit there watching a porn film when you... <coughs> When you've ejaculated, is the last thing you want to do? No. Yeah, no one wants to ever finish it. No one wants to walk in. You don't, you don't finish it, do you? No, you don't come back and watch the rest of it. I was really interested in this plot. Well, well, I wonder how this ends. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's a guess. Well, I think this is an appropriate news story for you, isn't it, Ben? Yeah. Professor believes... You, actually, I, I found this, so yeah. <laughs> Professor believes UFOs are humans time-travelling from the future. Dr. Michael P. Masters, an anthropology professor from Montana Tech University, Montana, uh, claims decades of UFO sightings and encountered have been mistaken and are actually distant descendants coming back to visit. That's a theory proposed by Dan Burrish in the Area 51, isn't it? Yes, it was. The Doc has presented the bizarre theory in his new book titled Identified Flying Object. Well, that's not very original which examines the long-term evolutionary change in human biology, culture and technology. A key piece of evidence that leads a professor to this theory is when most people report close encounters with aliens, they always seem to describe them in the same way. Most sightings describe the supposed aliens as standing upright, walking and have five fingers on each hand and foot. The so-called terrestrial beings are bilateral, symmetric and they have two eyes, a mouth and a nose. Many also claim they can communicate with us in our own languages. Yeah, but well, evolution sort of... Most things have... Most things are bilateral, symmetric, have two eyes, a mouth and a nose. Yeah, most things tend to have two of stuff, so if yeah. you lose one, you still got one. And... Mm, clever. Yeah. And the eye, it just that's just the best way nature fan to overcome... Blindness. Blindness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to see in your environment. And so that's why it's it. so successful. It's on everything. Mm. There's nothing. There's no. You know. There's no. It's I or nothing. There's no in between, is there? No. I don't think so. Mm. That's just some prehistoric creatures. Oh, there's bats with sonar, aren't there? Things. Yeah, there are different ways. They still have eyes. They do still have eyes. Yeah. But it's snails. They have them. They have stuff on the eyes end. on stalks. Yeah, because they? they get the. Ooh, his eyes are on stalks. <laughs> See the they size get, of that lettuce leaf. They get the disco eyes, don't they? They get that bacteria. Oh yeah, yeah, them. yeah. Well, anyway, they're aliens as well. Many also claim they oh, they can communicate with us in our own language or universal translator. I would say, you know. And also, let's just say that your average human isn't that fucking creative or inventive. You know, not. It's not like Stephen King's. Of the world reporting alien abductions, it's not the Shakespeare's of this world. It's Whitney Stryber did. It's fucking Cletus. We have five fingers, <laughs> and walk like man, <laughs> talk like man. <laughs> My green skin <laughs> and a big head. Came from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they all sound the same. <laughs> No, you can't get me some money for this story. 
<laughs> Kids, we're eating tonight. <laughs> I mean, if aliens sort of did appear, and mm. let's say that oh, we're casting doubt on the aspersions of Cletus. Yeah. So, do you think that someone like that would have just shoot shot the alien without asking questions? Would have tried, probably, yeah. wouldn't they? Focus land! <laughs> They did the Kelly uh, Hopkinsville encounter, didn't they? Yeah, yeah guns were straight out. those owls. <laughs> they weren't owls. <laughs> fucking owls. Big fucking owls. <laughs> they weren't owls. <laughs> there was a single hoot heard that night. <laughs> they were drinking fucking moonshine then. How can you take anything they say even remotely seriously? There was no alcohol found at the scene. It was drank in them. <laughs> There was, was no, in the no bottles, no containers. They just put it in the bathtub, don't they? Yeah, they do it in the bathtub. Yeah, they were literally just dunking their mugs in the bath. Dear man, John boy, I'm trying to have a bath. That ain't water, Sally, ain't that moonshine? I thought my pussy was tingling. Is that an alien on the roof? That's fucking hell. Shoot it anyway. I think you're being very unfair. <laughs> I think you mean I think you're just dismissing it without any rational thought. No, I've really thought about it. All the evidence I gave you on that episode. <laughs> Testimony of drunkards. <laughs> What's that so different for us to do with the podcast? <laughs> We're not claiming to have seen aliens. I'm not claiming anything. <laughs> I've never seen a UFO. It <laughs> annoys me. Ah, well, back to this alien man then. What's he saying? Alien abductions and medical experimentations, in his own opinion, prove time travellers are anthropo- anth- oh God. anthropologists much like himself. The anthropologist who specialises in UFO sightings said these encounters can be explained scientifically, even if sceptics might consider this fringe science. He says, I continue to remain vigilant to my own scepticism. Well, so what's his point? Well, he just thinks that... Um, Aliens are real. Oh, they're from the future. They're, from the, they're us in the future coming back to have a look at us. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, well, they've evolved into these grey-skinned, sexless, creepy little men. So they're coming back to sort of say, hey, what did we used to be like? Or the Nordics, the ones that stayed above ground during the cataclysm. Ah, it's different timelines, though, Mike. If it's us coming from the future, I would give a warning to any listeners out there. If some young man who slightly resembles you has suddenly appeared in your life and is desperately trying to get you to sleep with a particular woman, he's probably your son. Hey, Back to the Future. Too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Don't let the girl he's trying to get you to fuck fuck him, because that's his mum. That's gonna provide a whole host of inbreeding problems. That's just, that's my point. See, so we're coming back from the future. Look, I will admit everything I know is based on the movies. So well, they did say in Avengers. So you're telling me Back to the Future is just a bunch of bullshit? Which it is. <laughs> I guess I didn't know that. I thought that you know. It would create new... Anyway, let's not get into that right now. Still predicted 9-11. Who did? Back to the Future. How? If the tower is missing. I won't get into it now. We'll do it as an episode. We'll save it for when we make Ben watch it. Oof. Yep. Excellent. Oof. Well, that was a bit of a tangent. Why were we talking about that? Oh, yeah, time-travelling aliens from the future are coming. That's yeah. what all these... So why do they look like greys, then? No, we've evolved. 
That's a shit evolution. Yep. I think we're better now. Me too. We've got dicks. And I don't care what powers they've got. Exactly. I'll take my dick over the mental <laughs> fucking telepathy and the uh, being able to like transport. They don't speak, do they? We transfer information the yeah. ways between their minds. Fuck that. I like my dick. Yeah. Telepathy or penis? Which one are you having? Penis. Penis every time. Every time. I can stick it in things. Yeah. What am I going to do with that big head? <laughs> bend over to pick something up. You're gonna fall. You're fucked. You're stuck work. like that for days. Yeah, exactly. You probably can't get back up. Yeah. <laughs> Talk one. <laughs> Help me. Then he comes in, trips over, same boat as yeah. you. Before you know, there's fifty of you in there. You're fucking useless, Talk one. The species is dying off. <laughs> <laughs> No, I tripped over you, yeah. it's your fault. No wonder they can't breed. <laughs> we have no penises <laughs> because of people like you. <laughs> uh, well, it'd be easy to beat in a fight if that's the case. Unless they can crush our minds with their minds before we get anywhere near them. Well, Phil Snyder said they've got them Care Bear chest, oh, chest yeah. ray powers. As soon as you even think about being violent towards them, they just poof, implode your brain and cabbage you. Right. Now that's what you do is you go up to them thinking friendship, 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 and then what? Round kick <laughs> to the face. Yeah. Punch the face. <laughs> did you see that coming? Did you? Hug the alien. Hug the alien. <laughs> hug. Elbow smash. <laughs> I'd like to see people fight aliens in some kind of ring. So in the military, that's literally what the training schools would look like. People <laughs> love the alien. Love the alien. Love the alien. Shoot the cunt. <laughs> love the alien. Love the alien. Love the alien. Stab the cunt. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> and only the very best of the best would ever be able to do it, wouldn't they? Yeah. To get close enough convincing him, this human really wants to love me. <laughs> I'm closer, soldier. <laughs> you think the alien at that point is also has false sense of security because he's been crying out for love? Mm. Maybe he's very lonely, stuck here on Earth. We are you, in another form. Fucking stop the cunt, stop it, That's what oh, we man. do. What if you're actually his like forebear and you just stabbed your own great 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 grandson? Would would you cease to exist? No, just he would cease to exist. Yeah. If he stabbed still, you, he might cease. You'd be like, no, the fruit of my future loins. Fuck him, he had a weird head. Stabbed, stabbed, stabbed. You know, grandson of mine, fucking weird looking great cunt. <laughs> Off you fucked. Stabby, stabby. <laughs> Uh, no, I'd hug an alien. Mm. Unless they had acid sweat or something like that. I wouldn't hug a xenomorph from the alien films. That, that no, maybe that's well. all they need. But you know that's why they're so angry. Just a hug. Mm. It's a gentle spooning. <laughs> that acid for blood's a bit of a. Yeah, that's why you don't do any violence, just spoon. Yeah, yeah. Nobody ever bled in a spoon. If they did, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you squeezed a little That's bit That's one-armed bastard yeah. fucks an alien. I've <laughs> morph. I'd try. If there's money involved. You should have ripped your face off. <laughs> For the right amount. You'd have I'd to try. sedate it. Seduce it. Seduce <laughs> Barry White might work. Has anyone in any of them films <laughs> ever played a bit of Barry White? No one's ever played any music. Exactly. I'd try that. Rose petals in the bathtub. <laughs> Candles. A trail of rose petals leading to a candle lit bath. No one's ever tried that. A trail of intestines. <laughs> you once. <laughs> no, that's not Barry White. That's it. I can't think of a Barry White song. Can't get enough of no love, baby. Yeah, yeah, that's Barry White, I think. Barry White. 
saved your life. Yeah, you know, that's what I'd try on the Xenomorph anyway. Well, I don't think it's going to work. Tickle it behind the ears. <laughs> it hasn't got any ears. It's just a biological killing machine. Yeah, it doesn't mean they're not down too far <laughs> for the right guy, for the right space marine. Well, you let me know how that goes. <laughs> if I don't hear from well, them, I'll oh, It's going to go just as well as fighting them is going to go, isn't it? We're both fucked, aren't we? But yeah. I just might as well try a bit of Barry White and Candlelit Bathlight. I wouldn't leave your pulse rifle too far away. <laughs> in all fairness. You have to fucking secrete, secrete your semen in one of them eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I could manage that. Yeah. If that's what the Xenomorph required. Because <laughs> yeah. they're drones and they they haven't got mm. reproductive organs. Oh, yes, you'd have to do the queen. So you just have to come over an egg. Well, hatchlings. Put her in the <laughs> we go down Get to the tail out of the way. Down to Brown Town. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get enough. <laughs> She's about 50 feet tall, isn't she? Pretty big. You'd have to go in a power lift. I'd have to get my head in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would definitely please that xenomorph. <laughs> bit drooly, though. Yeah, be alright. Fangy. Ah, she won't be biting me. Just gently nibbling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, let's move on to the next one, eh? <laughs> Take a break. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, so there you go. Aliens are us in the future. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb and say bollocks, it's, but you never know. It's I as plausible it. as uh, them coming from another planet, isn't it? Yeah. Or another dimension. I don't know if it is. But anyway. Move on. Yeah. yeah. Catholic priests burn Harry Potter books in Poland. Wow. Catholic well, it's better than touching kids. <laughs> At least they're doing something. No, they're doing that too. They're touching oh. them, burning their books. <laughs> <laughs> There's been, actually been a big... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. There's oh, actually God. been a really big scandal about uh, paedophile priests in Poland recently. Oh, no shit. Yeah, no <laughs> shit, shit. Well, I didn't know that. It's just, you don't, I don't need to watch no. the news to know that. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of fucking churches in Poland. You probably noticed that. We've oh, yeah, there's loads. They're everywhere. Okay, so what's the story, Mike? Catholic priests in Poland burn books they say are sacrilegious this weekend, including tomes from British author J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter series of fantasy novels. We obey the word, priests said in a Facebook post, showing photographs of the public book burning and quoting biblical passages from the book of Deuteronomy in the Old Testament. I don't see what... Uh Knowing that the bird is the word is not to do with any of this. <laughs> Everybody knows. Anyway, one passage exhorting believers to destroy the enemies of God includes the command to burn their idols in the fire. The post on a page run by the Catholic SMS from Heaven evangelical group stirred controversy and has gone viral photographs show three priests carrying a basket of books and other items including an african styled face mask through a church to an outside fire pit well well hang on it's even twilight hello kitty umbrellas a hindu religious figurine well having a clear out <laughs> Apparently those items are linked to the occult and magic. 
I suppose Harry Potter's linked to magic. Can't argue with the logic there. But the the laugh, I'm sure J.K. Rowling is is loving it because you've already bought the book, you prick. Yeah, it's true, isn't it? (laughs) She will benefit. Buy all the copies in Poland. Burn them all. She still bought them. Yeah. She still gets exactly the same benefit. Well, And a bit of free publicity. There you go. Absolutely. Because then you'll get the opposition. They'll be like, fuck you, Harry Potter's okay. We want Harry. Do you want Harry? <laughs> Wasn't there some quotes like when the people run out of books to burn, they'll start burning men? I think it was about the uh, the Nazis. They were big book burners, mm. weren't they? Well, I bring this up whenever we mention book burning, but one of my favourite Iron Maiden songs, Holy Smoke, <laughs> it's about setting these kinds of priests who burn books, set them on fire. They like create, fire. Create Holy Smoke. Great song. Look it up. <laughs> Not you, I know you know it. I do. Talking to them. Them out there. They probably do too, to be fair. The proverbial them. Yeah, so there you go. Not enough that they want to touch kids, they also want to burn their books. Mm, it's yeah. like a double insult, isn't it? Terrible. Okay, next Evil up. People. This one's for you, Tim. Wow. I knew you'd like it. This is horrific. New theme park attraction based on Princess Diana's fatal crash. Wow. That's one ride. I you'd like it. It's one ride that I do not want to go on. A theme park ride which allows people to experience the crash which killed Diana, Princess of Wales, is set to open and charge people £20 a time to take part. People will be able to vote on whether they think the royal family was involved in the collision at the end of the ride. Well, it sounds like a perfect day out for us, guys. <laughs> the attraction is part of a new park celebrating US magazine, The National Enquirer and opens tomorrow in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, reports the Mirror. Creator Robin Turner said, It's a 3D computer model, and you're looking down on what looks just like Paris, but it's three-dimensional. Because Paris isn't. (laughs) No, it isn't. Can you know? Paris is just one-dimensional. Oh, it's because I'm not doing the correct accent. It's projected, and you see the buildings and everything in a 3D presentation. Can you fire a gun into the air now? (laughs) (laughs) And it shows the pathway as she left. I can't keep that up. She showed the pathway as it left the Ritz Hotel and the paparazzi chasing her and the bang flash that we think blinded the driver and how it happened. Turner told website Daily Beast, quote, There's no blood. There's none of that. You see the car crash through computer animation. The attraction will lead people through conspiracy theories surrounding the crash. Turner said, quote, You will be polled on what you believe was the cause of her death and who was behind it. We asked questions like, Do you think the royals were involved? Do you think she was pregnant? All we do is ask questions on, What's your opinion? Turner added, It's definitely not in poor taste. (laughs) It's just showing the root of what happened. For the people who've never been to Paris, it's just showing the topography and the distance and the tunnel and that kind of stuff. It's done very professionally. It's like a underhand public inquest. Mm. Yeah, I suppose it is in a way. It costs 20 quid a pub. Rick Laney, head of the communications for the park, confirmed to the Mirror that the attraction existed, although he said it was a, quote, small part of the Royal Closet attraction. He said it features an interactive screen where you can flip through the closets of Royal family members and an activity where you can examine their family trees. (coughs) The Diana piece is only a small part. Well... Oh, and uh, I'm, I'll just read this next bit. 
The Princess 36 was killed by the royal family, probably because... <laughs> oh, no, sorry, I'm editorialising. Yes, you are. <laughs> the people's princess, Ben! Just a drunk driver. No! The Flash. How do you explain the dead witnesses? Hmm? People hmm? die all the time. The embalming of the body. So much dodgy shit, Ben. Well, they wanted to view her. They had to embalm her. What's the problem? Killed the bitch. Yeah. Killed it. I know Mike's got my back on this one. Definitely. I think you two are just blinded by a bit of a crush on her. I think you're deeply naive, Ben. I think... Uh, I'm deeply naive! Oh, yeah. I'm not being distracted by her fantastic rap. Yes, you are! And her wonderful yes, you are. way you of both talking. Are. No, we're not. You both are. She was attractive, but that's you're not both why just... I think... I think the royal family are dirty dogs, Ben! I know they're dirty dogs! That's why you're being naive, the dirty dogs. You I think know they're they dirty dogs. I just think if you're going to kill someone, there's simpler ways to fucking do it's it. It's a proven method. It's even got a name that I can't think yeah. of now. The fucking MI5 stands by cutting the brakes. But in this modern day and age, you don't have to cut the brakes. You just fucking computer overtake the fucking car and steer it into a tree. Yeah, I'm sorry. It just doesn't, doesn't add up for me. There's too many... Uh, I think people have made it... People couldn't cope with the grief of her dying. If there was fucking aliens involved, you'd be like, yeah, aliens, <laughs> there was. Diana. Yeah, they could have been working for the royal family, we don't know. I'll go for that theory. Either way, fuck this ride, which sounds shit, sounds just like I think we should. Screen. I think if we ever find ourselves in America, we should go and, go and visit. Well, it makes it sound as if I would have been up for it if you actually got in a Mercedes. <laughs> I was thinking that. Am a I drunk Frenchman gets to the front. No, he's an actor, he's an actor, like on the, on the ride. <laughs> it's on a track that you can't see under the road. They've literally reconstructed a section of Paris. You get in the black life-size Merc, and it does 120 miles an hour. <laughs> and yeah. it crashes. And even though it simulates a crash, makes you think you're about to die. You're like, oh, my God! And you wake up, and you're okay. You're like, oh, fuck, that was incredible. And then... The driver's got prosthetics, and his eyes pop. <laughs> 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 The Princess Diana looking like next to you has got a fucking engine block rammed through her chest, is that what we're talking? And a Muslim dead baby in her her belly, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It was probably true. Anyway, I just just think it potentially, they've dropped the ball there. Could have been better than that. It sounds like a fucking museum exhibit Mm. where they're going to show you... Like I said, they're looking at evidence. It's like an inquest. They're going, how can we get the public interested in Diana's death again? We want to get... Public opinion on our side. Mm. I bet this will be in the Daily Mail. This is actually from Devon Live. I'll guarantee you the Daily Mail will pick this up at some point. In outrage. People's Princess Ben. Show some respect. Wasn't, even, wasn't even a princess. They killed her. She was. At this point. How dare you? How actually dare you? Sacrilegious. <laughs> All those fucking you kids she saved. Just you two run off your court of Diana. All the kids she saved with that rack. I mean, with the get, getting rid of the inner rack. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, you just. <laughs> it's not because she was pretty. It just it helps. It is. That she, Both of you is exactly that. That's reason. why I watched. It was a personality as well. It comes yeah, to some, it comes definitely. to something, and I'm the only sane man in the fucking room. Here. You're not. <laughs> the reason when we did that subject, I watched quite so many documentaries as I did is to do with finding her utterly charming and not realising just how lovely she was. But that's not why I believe they killed her. So that, there you go. And you like the fact she had a massive rack. A nice rack. She was a finely put together human being, yes. And she was also lovely. Okay. Lovely. To move on? Yeah, yeah, we're only going to run in circles of this. I'm going to get a Princess Diana tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> 
okay. You know what? You get a Princess Diana tattoo and I'll put up half the money. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> but I want it as an entire back piece. Yeah, no, just a little quality. No. Something back piece of people's oh, princess on the like My missus is going to be really <laughs> pleased with that, isn't she? <laughs> And just, just when you're 50 years old, when you're 50 years old, it's be a head, be a portrait of it. Or a cleavage. <laughs> and when you're 50 years old, you're in the park mm. with your shirt off and your beer belly, and everyone will see All right, then. your princess to a tattoo. How about if I get a tattoo of the crashed Mercedes? That's <laughs> <laughs> a bit morbid, isn't it? Well, it's still a princess town in town, isn't it? I suppose it is. Well, you just have a lean at the window, little X's for eyes. That is not factually accurate, is it? And you know, as a broadcast journalist, professional broadcast journalist, I am only interested in truth and facts. We went went through this the other week. Yes, it's the truth. So, should we do another story? I I still made. I'll stand by that claim. You get a Princess Diana Diana tattoo, and Mm -hmm. I will put up half the money. Right, but yeah. I want it to be a reasonable size. I'll come with you to the... T- I'll get my mate Chris to do it. It's going to be a massive Mercedes on my back, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's going to be a portrait of her head. No, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that, but I could do something else. I could... Like, Diana's body, but her head missing, and who killed the people's princess? <laughs> above it. No. Yeah? No, that's something a bit tasteless. Like that. Sure, really tasteful. Nice portrait of her. It shows my commitment to broadcast journalism, though, doesn't it? I guess so. <laughs> to the truth, my commitment yep. to the truth. But is anyone going to know it's Diana? She's got no head. <laughs> she wore very iconic clothing. So I'll pick one of the most iconic... Her wedding dress. <laughs> so you're going to have a picture of a tattoo of a decapitated bride? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fucking metal. <laughs> uh. And when I'm, when I'm taking the kids swimming, <laughs> the lifeguard's like, what's that on your back? I'm like, who killed her, mate? You don't know. Look into it, YouTube. Get woke. Get woke. Stop fucking wasting your fucking time, you hipster prick on the flat fucking earth because it's nights round and look into who killed your fucking princess. Yeah, but he's 20 and has no remembrance of her at all. Oh, excuse me, sir. Can you please leave the pool? <laughs> Your decapitated pride tattoo is scaring the children. Uh, your, your tattoo is setting off my autism. I'm on the scale. Fuck it. I hate that imaginary lifeguard. <laughs> so very much. Is it? Can we pause it there while I have a hateful piss? <laughs> piss of the hate. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so the next one then. Antarctic researcher allegedly stabbed colleague who spoiled book endings. <laughs> wow. Uh, so sometimes when someone spoils a book for you, all you want to do is grab a big knife, pounce on them and stab them in their spoiled little chest while shrieking, I don't care if the whale was a symbol of nature and of time. I don't want to know what the Ahab drowns. <laughs> for most of us, this would be nothing but a fantasy. However, if you spend enough time locked away with your consistently spoiling nemesis in an icy hell world, well, it may just become a reality. That's what seemingly happened when, on October 9th, a 54-year-old electrical engineer named Sergei Savitsky allegedly stabbed Oleg Beloguzov, a 52-year-old welder, in the chest multiple times. Both are working out of Bellingshausen Station, a remote station on Antarctic Island. Savitsky was reportedly drunk out of his mind at the time. Well, there's a surprise. 
Belaguzov, whose heart was injured in the stabbing, was rushed to the hospital in Chile, whereas Savitsky, who voluntarily surrendered, was housed in a scary church for ten days until he was finally flown back to Russia. According to several media reports, the final straw for why Savitsky stabbed Belaguzov several times was that he suggested he dance on a table. <laughs> yeah, I think there might be more going on here. I think this might be a lover's <laughs> tiff. But relations between the two have been tense for some time. One of the causes for that tension, it seems, the welder wouldn't stop spoiling the ending of books for Savitsky. <laughs> According to the UK's Sun newspaper, both Savitsky and Belaguzov are avid readers and use the written word to pass time on the bottom of the world. The two researchers are spending time at the Bellingshausen station, but half a year before Savitsky allegedly went all stabby. <laughs> it has been previously reported the whole plunging a knife into his colleague's chest was something that almost certainly extended from the fact they spent so much extensive time together. It wasn't their first time to uh, Bellingshausen, or their first time stationed together. Well, no. there's just one person for company. What, it was that philosopher that said, hell is a lifetime with your friends, isn't it, or something? I don't know. A room, a room, he, not he quotes a room. it in Red Dwarf, but I can't. Yeah. Hell is being locked forever in a room with your friends. That's it. Yeah, but Holly, all his mates were French. It's <laughs> Dacord, I think. Somebody French. Oh, shot. So you might have had a point. Yeah, well, Bellingshausen Station gets 24 days of sunlight a year. It's only, what, it's 1.6 really degrees during its warmest month. Oh. Well, so basically, if you are stuck in a remote... Atlantic Island. Don't psychologically fuck with you. Don't yeah. <laughs> don't ask him to dance on a table. Yeah. And don't the spoil... thing to do, isn't it? It is. He's massively. drunk. He's you got to drink and read. That's all they can do. You know. Not much else. No. And stab. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Well, well. You'd only give him a DVD player, wouldn't you? I wouldn't want to be out there anyway. In such a hellish yeah. environment, let no. alone being stuck with someone who's clearly an absolute fucking cunt waffle. Yeah. That's a problem, isn't it? <laughs> you are stuck with somebody that you hate. Oh, yeah. Even if you're stuck with your mates, so you'd still get fucking fed up. Oh, aren't yeah. You? It's true. But, how about. I mean, let's say us three were down there, the lager runs out. <laughs> oh. the weed runs out well, all we've got to do killing them <laughs> all we've got to do, I mean weed's the stuff Mike killing we know this <laughs> I mean I'd probably kill you all <laughs> it wouldn't last long nope oh well what's next in the happiness of the weirdness of the news woman of 102 suspected of care home murder in France wow yeah Wow, wow, wow. A 102-year-old woman is suspected of having murdered a 92-year-old neighbour in a French retirement home. The suspected killer is now in a psychiatric hospital. Earlier, she told one of the carers that she had killed someone, a prosecutor said. A carer at a home in chezy sur northern France, found the victim dead in bed, her face severely bruised. The cause of death was strangulation and blows to the head. A post-mortem examination concluded. Wow. Yeah. That's dark. It is. The death was discovered just after midnight on Saturday by a carer who found the victim lying in bed unconscious. 
The 102 year old was in a very agitated state, confused, and told the carer that she'd killed somebody. Psychiatric tests are being done on the suspect to determine whether or not she was criminally responsible for her actions at the time. I'll tell you what's happened to you. I'll tell you exactly what's happened to you. She was in the resistance in World War Two. <laughs> she's a bit, she's got a bit of senility creeping in, a bit of dementia. She's had some kind of flashback. Okay. Thought that that person in the bed was a Nazi officer she'd fucked and then killed. Yeah. Right, as part of some kind of plan to get information out of him. Just had a flashback and just bludgeoned this poor woman's head in. It's certainly plausible. I mean, at her age, is she capable of bludgeoning? Well, apparently so. Is it just that, I don't know, she's senile and the poor woman in the bed breathed wrong? That's awesome. She's breathing yeah. too loud. Fucking shut up! Ah! Oh, fuck. I prefer my theory. Okay, yeah, but it also could be aliens. Well, it could be. <laughs> aliens could be in her head. Yes. Told her what to do. Demons <laughs> in her head. Bless her. I don't blame everything for aliens, you know. Well, you know what the answer here is, don't you? The 102-year-old. Spaff her around the back of the head with a spade. <laughs> He's put her into misery. Yep. Not going to kill anybody else then, is she? <laughs> well, it's unlikely she's going to go to jail at 102, though, isn't That's it? That's what I'm saying. Don't waste anyone's time. Just puff, put her out of her misery. Think I'm joking. I think her family might have something to say about that. <laughs> yeah, probably, she probably outlived them all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't go to old people's homes. Live a reckless, outrageous, irresponsible life that means that ill health catches up with you in your sort of late 50s early 60s and you drop dead in a Tesco somewhere on a Tuesday afternoon oh. and never have to deal with this shit I don't want that I don't want either of them well alright maybe about 75 mm. I'll go for depends how ill I am yeah. yeah oh well better keep pouring these fucking beers down me neck <laughs> smoking them big old joints so I don't have to think about that shit <laughs> until it gets you'll have to mention by the time you're 40 <laughs> I'm already there <laughs> We may be uploaded into a cybernetic uh, cyborg thing. I'll be able to download myself. In, well, no, my let's say I have like a, a great 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 grandchild. They might be able to look up my conscious and download that into a thing that they bought. Why would they want to bring you back? To fucking check me out, I'm an awesome fucking guy. Because I'll be able to see all the cool stuff online I've done. <laughs> well, because you're going to find that anyway. Fuck you, <laughs> They'd want to bring me back. They don't even know you, they've never met you. They'd want to from all the awesome stuff they'd hear about me. No one, everyone who knew you is dead. In the future. Exactly. That's, you're not getting my point. So they're sitting there. I wonder are, what, you, hang on, are you famous at this point? Probably. Yeah. I wonder what great, 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 great granddad was like. Well, it's easy enough. If we just go to the personality library, we've got an empty fucking cyborg buddy. We just download him in. We'll hang out for him for a couple of days. If he's a dick, we'll switch him off, delete him, <laughs> download somebody else. Oh, and you finally get to be a fucking robot, is that it? I finally get to come back and entertain the kids with all my fucking stories, you know. I'll tell them the time about the time I went to a Taiwanese massage parlour in the middle of Milan. That's an interesting story. I'll definitely keep them listening for ten minutes. <laughs> Granddad just get jacked off in a Taiwanese <laughs> massage parlor in Milan. 
after doing cocaine for four days straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty interesting story. Grandad was a whoremonger. <laughs> Grandad, despite being an absolute nobody with very little money, tried his absolute best to live like one of those rock star people. And it came back to bite him time and time again, but still he tried. Still he tried. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll tell him some old war stories, it'll be fine. You know, who's going to want to bring you back? Loads of people. <laughs> to study you for science, this is where the right rose again. This is where the resurgence of fascism came from. How about me? Patient zero. Me? Death. Yeah. I think those people are a lot worse than me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, I think we should conclude this episode. We've insulted each other. And everything's right with the world. Ah, so is that the last one? We can do one more if you want. Okay. Oh, nice. Good thing, guys. This is, this is you. Wow. You can soon get a train from Wigan to North Korea. Why would you want to? What are Why you not? doing next summer? North Korea is a unique, fascinating place, effectively shut off for the rest of the world by the supreme leader, Kim Jong-un. What life is really like there remains a mystery, with any glimpses given to the West being tightly controlled propaganda. Before the game, some of them will come up and they will want a selfie. After I, mean, the that, game, I think that's something else, mate. What the hell's that? I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's now talking about Manchester United. <laughs> well, that was a good way to confuse me. <laughs> I think there should be a video there. Right. We're on read of you. Maybe the only way to truly understand North Korea would be to visit it yourself, but that's no easy feat as the country is notoriously hard to get into. Next year, however, you'll be able to jump on a train in Wigan and end up in Pyongyang. Wow. In 2020, <laughs> for the first time ever, trains will run from Greater Manchester to the North Korean capital. The only, the only catch? The journey takes a month. Ooh. Train leaves Wigan on April 26th and arrives in Pyongyang, excuse me, by sleeper from Beijing on May 18th. And on the way it stops at London, Berlin, Warsaw, Moscow and some other places. Irkutsk mm -hmm. and Ulaanbaatar. Why, thank you. The trip is operated by Lupine Travel and costs £3,195. That includes tour guides and your meals during your four nights in North Korea but does not cover any of the multiple visas you will need to travel. Well, it's a fucking stupid idea, isn't it? Because A, you go go to Wigan to get on it. <laughs> and the fuck wants to go to Wigan for anything? Yeah. And spend a month eating shit and sleeping badly to go and visit a fucking weird dictatorship fucking hellhole. And do you fair, you mean cheap? For nearly four grand? Mm. Fuck off! You mean you don't want to go and see the, glo the glorious socialist utopia? Fuck off! Communist utopia, even. I don't That's wanna, North. I don't want to see. Oh, it is kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the North, North Korea? Fucking hell. Yeah. Well, give it away, Mike. The mentions of Kim Jong-un and yeah. the fact he said North Korea repeatedly. That's stoned I am. Well, I think that's a good point to say. Yeah. Fuck you to the news. Should we ask people to go to our Facebook? Yes, like that if you wouldn't mind. Give us a like. Just look for Cutting Through the Bullet in the post of the Apocalypse on Facebook. You'll find it. We are the meme dealers you need. What else? What else do we plug? We're on YouTube, oh, iTunes, yes. SoundCloud, anywhere you can get a podcast. There you Twitter go. is at Apocalypse Bull. Woo! Is that it? 
I think so. Does all the plug usually? Oh, check out our YouTube. We've got a band called Solar Warden. Look for Solar Warden Music on YouTube and my gaming channel, Sewage Pipe Gaming. Subscribe to those. That's it. Thank you. Awesome. Wonderful. I've been Ben. I'm going to say don't drink the flavour aid and don't join a cult. I'm going to say I'm Gaz, Free Biff Tannen. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Another positive note. <laughs>